I think so much of voiceover, right, is about imitating, right? It's about figuring out how you can, when you start out, it's about figuring out how you can imitate people, different characters, and then figuring out how to do that. And in so doing, you figure out how to use your voice, how to morph your voice in different ways, right? And then you create your own. Well, that was Jen Taylor, voice of Cortana. Really, uh, really excited to meet Birch. her. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Crazy. Can you let me finish the, my, sorry, the little, just, my little review excited. of her quote? All right, go yeah. for it, go for it. Well, she, was, she shared with us um, her approach to developing a voice uh, uh, as she does voiceover in her craft. And we did, we chatted with Jen and Steve Downs, uh, voice of Master Chief. Also very uh, excited together. to meet him. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what a great conversation. Haven't, haven't uh, hung out with those two in quite a while. So a good trip down memory lane and, and a really cool conversation. Yeah, and Steve, uh, Jen called us from her living room couch, and Steve <laughs> called us from his office. Did you notice? Did you his notice office, he was which is a, it, a closet? Yeah, it, yeah. But it's a it was a recording booth. It yeah, a, it's a record. It's closet. a closet converted to a recording booth, and we didn't talk about yeah. it during the episode. I saw it and I recognized it, and he sounded great. It's like wow. Yeah, you know it's that was student. something I I I realize sometimes I forget just how kind of like in inside baseball you know we are and i'm sure there's plenty of folks listening who who have never been to a vo session um and you've done vo yeah what's it what's it like when you go record vo it's the best thing in the world paint paint the picture for for yeah i know you love it uh, but okay so so here's the picture okay so a you arrive you drive over there you park you get out of the car you're eating an apple because that's crisping yeah, up your you voice got, yeah, right yeah, you I had no dairy apple. all morning a green apple no dairy green apple um uh-huh. you walk in and you don't know what your lines are usually usually the lines they give them to you right then sometimes they do actually it depends i think jen and steve probably get them like ahead of time every time i've done it i've never had the script so it's you have to. They kind give of, you a script, and you're 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 reading off the script when you're doing your. Yeah, they'll be like, "Hey, can you do a pirate?" Or "Hey, can you do a, a this or that?" And but but, but the, paint the paint the picture of the of the the recording studio. The studio. Oh, okay. So there's yeah. a, an engineer who's sitting now, and not a programmer engineer, like a sound engineer. Yeah, like an and audio hanging, engineer. Yeah, and, and yeah, and then like a Jay have, Wineland type. Yeah, and you have them. Who sometimes direct you? Sometimes there's an actual director. Sometimes there's like a, a multiple like a game producer, men. maybe is yeah, the director. Producer. Yeah, there's who's telling you scream louder, and you're like, "Come on, man! Louder. I only got one voice." Yeah, not like this, and like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and they we, they talked about they, they talk about this in the episode that people are about to hear that um, that the, it's more fun to be a character than to be yourself. Right now in the industry, if you go to any of these training sessions and stuff. They'll tell you that they're looking for people that sound like the person next door, you know, like as normal as possible every, for commercial every work. Every day, yeah. yeah. Guy or girl. Yeah. And like they um, – but everyone wants to play those wacky like, you know, cartoony characters and stuff because yeah. it's a lot of fun. But so you're you're in a small room that's got the it foam depends. on the walls to absorb it the depends. sound. Yes, it depends. Yeah, Sometimes not always small room. Technicolor was a really nice studio. I remember we did some some work there. Yeah, that, was they, like, that, that room, you could get a couple people in there. Yeah, you could probably have like, yeah, yeah 
five five or six people. Sometimes it's but, not. But glass. So you're in a sound yeah. isolated room. Glass was, engineer yeah. on on our side on the producer side. Yeah. And you, that's where the snacks usually are on our exactly. side. Exactly. And you can't hear nothing. You can't hear nothing. So when you're in that room, it's really really quiet, and it's hot sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Like it's, yeah. And it's super awesome. It's like getting on a roller coaster. Your your adrenaline goes. You get, yeah, it gets your adrenaline going. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, and then you have to sit. Here's the thing that's really awesome about it is when you're doing this the the work, it doesn't feel like work at first. It's kind of like testing. You know, whenever you're testing the game, you're playing the same level over and over again. There is a part where you have to like it gets challenging because you're saying no, get to the uh, debaculator by four o'clock, and they're like, can you read it a little slower? <laughs> No, get to the debacolator by four o'clock. I don't know what a debacolator is. It's something that reduces debacles. Anyways, <laughs> or increases debacles. Sounds like it creates yeah, a debacle. Creates a yeah. Debacle. But that's the point. It's like you have to do it so many times that sometimes it gets like you say you can't change it anymore. So it's it's challenging. When was the last time you were uh, when was the last time you were in a recording session? Was that uh, yesterday night? morning, dude? Yesterday did morning? You, yeah. Yeah, did you hear the stuff <laughs> oh that's right that's right yeah that's right yeah, this... right. yeah. yeah. so i don't know okay if that's top secret by the way listeners top secret top yeah secret. but you were a voice of sarge right in midnight star sarge yeah sarge and the renfields and the dust and i've done work for i was just telling uh, jay this recently uh we were talking about remember uh chris uh chris uh cobb's company and Matt Carter, yeah. so they're mm-hmm. these they, two friends friends of ours that worked with us at Wide Load. Yeah, they had their own Wide studio. Load, yeah, yeah, they had, and they did a game called. It was a successor to um, a spiritual successor. Spiritual successor to Stubbs. That's right, and it was called. Do you remember what it was called? It was called. Did it come uh, out? Raise the dead. Did it come yeah, out? yeah, it came Ra- out. Raise R A Y apostrophe S. Raise the very clever. Yes. And it came out on Steam. Yeah, it's out on everything now. I think. Yeah. Okay. And the, you and, did some voices for that? Yeah. They called me up and they're like, hey, you, would you do some stuff? Or I think I begged them. I can't remember how it went. But <laughs> you know how they paid me? They gave me a PS4, dude. <laughs> it was awesome. What? It's like, yeah, that was my really? payment. Yeah. And I, did I you had report a that studio. on your uh, on your taxes? No, no. I don't think. Shh, I didn't don't know you had Don't say that, to. bro. Don't say that. Of course I did, dude. I have a. I have you a, gave it back, though. So you didn't re- You didn't report it because uh, you had to give it back. I don't have any more. Actually, a, I. It was, it was borrowed. I sold it to Prashant. <laughs> oh, now, you're, now you're roping our buddy Prashant into this mess? Yeah, oh, we're all going. No. I don't remember what no, happened. Oh, no, no, no. Don't, don't rope me. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm all um, lying. You're making me lie. Anyways, so, yeah. So, <laughs> have you done any VO? In- what about you? You've done a. You've been in like marathon. Yeah, I, I've been. I've been in the booth. You know, I, most of the voices for marathon was Doug, our community manager. Yeah, the fourth curtain community manager. Hey, Doug. Yeah. Hey, you know we should mention that we have. Yeah. We have. Uh, just joined a, us. Another t- team member, Doug Hartman, uh, actually employee number one at at, uh, at Bungie, uh, who ran. Uh, you know, back then we didn't really have community. We had PR. Uh, but now Doug is running community for us. I and VO, obviously he was VO. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I can't. I can't remember what myth uh, you had to have I, done something. Did you do anything in Halo? Um, Were you a soldier in Halo? I uh, let's say yes. <laughs> That'll make me feel better. <laughs> yeah, right. We'll have to ask Marty. It's um, yeah. Wow. 
Yeah, so you, you don't remember? <laughs> You're so, so old. Dude, I was in Aliens. I've done so many voice. Because here's the thing, people. Okay, so Jen and Steve are professional voice actors. So they wake up oh, in the morning. Yeah. And and that's that's a good thing to point out. The, the pros are amazing. Yeah. They're like just so, next level. So good. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, I'm yeah. A, no, I'm a just, hobbyist. I mean, I... I I I can basically you know do like a couple words and maybe die you know that's yeah, the, yeah, yeah. extent Same. of my range but like Jen and Steve are freaking amazing yeah freaking amazing I'm a hobbyist but yeah they yeah. so that that's something that people should know is if you work at a game studio odds are you're gonna get a knock one day in whatever like department you're in and the sound engineer or the game designer or someone's gonna be like hey does anybody want to be like an enemy in the game. Raise your hand or something. We'll give yeah. you free pizza. Like they'll even offer you. Yeah. Gil- yeah. 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 And if and if that's the thing you want to do, just get chummy with the sound guy. Yeah. And be like, hey, Day if you one. ever need any extras, yeah. Just let me know. And they'll be like, they'll, they'll- oh, yeah, totally. Yeah. And sometimes there's like <laughs> there's like weird rules with the uh the the you know, the your favorite thing, what is it called? The uh, the unions. And <laughs> just, we talked about unions in a previous episode, but there's unions. And oh, we stuff. talk we we talk about it in this episode too. In fact, uh, oh, yeah. after we're done with the interview, I think we should come back around to that topic because it's yeah, very yeah. timely. Actually, why don't we roll it? Yeah. That's that's a good point. Before I start, that's a great idea. Much. All right, everybody, good segue, Aaron. Enjoy our conversation with Jen Taylor and Steve Downs, the voices it's of a good one. Cortana a good and one. Master Chief. Hope you enjoy. Yeah. It. Okay, we are lucky to have two very special guests here with us today. Jen Taylor, voice of Halo's Cortana, and Steve Downs, voice of Master Chief himself. Both of them, they are, I believe this is right, they are the two longest-running contributors to the Halo franchise. That's pretty amazing. I think that's right. You're not Alex. No, not me. (laughs) (laughs) If, If you played any Halo game, you're familiar with their work. They both have impressive careers outside of the universe of Halo. Steve with a long career in radio. And Jen also giving voice to Princess Peach. And also Cortana's namesake, AI, built into Microsoft Windows, that's got to be a trip. <laughs> Guys, have been way too long. Great to see you two. Thank you so much for being here. Alex, thanks for having us. Our pleasure. Yeah. So, actually, you know, Jen, I, I really want to ask you, what okay. was it like to do the AI? <laughs> how, did that, how did that happen? Did somebody call you up? Did, like, did, did Bill Gates call you up? Or Balmer? No. Like, hey, can you do this? No. No, actually, you know what it was? I will... I don't know if I don't know. I, I frankly I don't know how it happened. I was talking to a friend who works for Microsoft and he knew somebody working on the project and he was like, "You know, this was a long time ago." He said, "You know their pet name for it is Cortana." And I said, "Oh, that's funny." And we were having dinner and all of a sudden he looked at me and he said, "Wouldn't that be rad if you actually did it?" And I was like, "Oh." <laughs> hmm. Yeah. Hmm. And he said, "Has anybody asked you?" And I said, "No, but I don't know." if people were going to ask me, but apparently he then went to his boss and said, you know, I'm friends with Jen Taylor and nobody's asked her and wouldn't that be cool? So I don't know how it all got started. It may have been from the beginning, but I, I don't think so. I don't know. I have no idea. how that <laughs> It's totally different than voicing a video game, right? It's completely different. I'm just, um, I had so much to record for that. I had to, I was gonna say not anymore. So I didn't interrupt you. Like now that, that now the AI can, just match it right yeah yeah 
all done. I'm not doing that anymore. And Steve wow. wouldn't yeah. have to record either. He'd like they could just take some Master Chief lines and yeah, e- e- easy, of. easy on that, Aaron. Yeah. Take it yeah. easy. All right, yeah. <laughs> we're just getting started here. We talk about AI quite quite a bit. It's fascinating and also quite terrifying. Yeah. Very terrifying. Mm. Yeah. Um, how how did you both of you? I'd love to hear sort of the origins of how you got into voice acting. Uh, well, for me, uh, you know, my my I, I was a disc jockey, as I think you you mentioned for a long time, and it was really just an outgrowth of that work. I, I fell in love actually um, with the production side of of radio, and I had a, a show. I was on air and everything, but I really enjoyed the 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 production part of it and. You know, back in the, you know, those days, radio stations would produce their own commercials for their clients and all that. And I really got into it and enjoyed it. And uh, I actually enjoyed the production angle more than the voicing part of it. But since I was, you know, making the commercials, I was the only one around to voice them. <laughs> so so I just did. <laughs> and, uh, and and that was really sort of the, the very, very... Uh, you know, beginnings of my voiceover career. And then when I moved to LA um, and got an agent, a proper voiceover agent, and really, you know, sort of took to it in earnest and, and uh, just, you know, fell in love with the whole, the whole business and went from there. How did you get into being a radio DJ, though? Like, where did it start? Somebody said, hey, you... You've got a voice. You know, uh, well, it it brings two things to mind. One is um, the importance of teachers. And the reason why I say that is uh, what got me into radio was music. I loved rock and roll. I played in bands since the time I was 13 years old and all the way into college and all that. And at some point, um, the band was getting to the place where we were either going to take this seriously and do it full time and quit school or not. And I had a moment of clarity and decided that being a drummer in a rock band was probably not the best career move one could make <clears throat> and, uh, and, and didn't. And so then, you know, then the, you know, the, the, the performing part of it just became a hobby. But I wanted to do something that had something to do with music and the next best thing seemed to be production, going back to music producing. And... Um, uh, so I thought radio was the, was the closest thing I could get to that. And uh, I remember b- taking my very first radio class, Radio 101, and part of that class was you had to produce a mock 15-minute radio show and with all the commercials and read the news and play the records and all that. And I did it, and the, the teachers, li- uh, the professor's listening back to it, and he says to me, you know, you might be good at this. So... For a ni- for a nineteen year old a nineteen year old kid to hear that you might be good at something other than fucking up, I decided <laughs> that became my career at that point in time. And seriously, I mean, I, I just it's it's so you know teachers you know may or may not realize you know how important they can be to their students. And I had the opportunity many, many, many years later to relay that story to him. Actually, not to him, but to his sister who relayed it to him uh, so, so, that I could, so that he knew yeah. that at least there was one person that was you know, influenced in a very favorable way to, to make a career out of just that, that simple little remark. That's marvelous. 
Master Chief says thanks. Yeah, it's amazing how, <laughs> like, just how, how, like, encouragement like that yeah. uh, can be so impactful. Yeah. So when you were, when you said you were, like, producing yeah. the spots, right. you know, not just voice acting them, but, but were you actually writing them too? Like, Oh, yeah. It may, it, it, many times, you know, the salesman would come in and he'd hand you the copy for, uh, you know, the local record store or the head shop, as they were back then, <laughs> and... Uh, and, you know, give you some copy points. And, yeah, you'd write the copy, produce it, wow. cut the tape, do the editing, and voice it. And, and, and by the way, you had to have it done in 15 minutes because it was going on the air <laughs> you know, in the, for afternoon drive. But I, I, I just love that whole – the whole thing about it, the, you know, yeah. the whole process of it. And, uh, um, and, and just, just, you know – That's super cool. Stuck with it. Was that in yeah. – so – was that in L.A. and then Chicago? No, I started actually, well, I started, started it at the college station in Dayton, Ohio, at the University of Dayton, and then went to Athens, Ohio, which is about as big as this studio. In fact, our, our, <laughs> the station that I worked at, and I'm not kidding, our slogan was, we're the only radio station in town. <laughs> because <laughs> we were the only radio station in town. If you were listening That's to the radio, so you were listening to us. It's, it's funny they said only and not best. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right? could have been both. Hey, yeah. Alex, we didn't need to be the best. That's all, right. All, okay. all we had to do was have the lights on, you know. And uh, and then I went to Pittsburgh, and that and 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 the Pittsburgh time was when I really started falling in love with radio production, and then from Pittsburgh to L.A. and L.A. to Chicago. Okay, all right. Well, let, let's get your story up until you meet Marty O'Donnell. And then Jen, uh, you, we get your story yeah. up until you, because that well, must be where you two converge, right? Is is at Marty? Quite a ways into it, actually. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it, it's where Jen and I converged Marty did on Halo. Us. Yeah, but we, but we never, we didn't meet for years at, before that or after that. But okay. um, I was doing a radio show uh, in Chicago at uh, the Loop uh, in, in Chicago, and um, Loop Marty FM used to listen to. Yeah. I used to listen uh, to Loop yeah. FM. Yeah. Was it 987? Sure. 98.7 Loop? Is that right? Uh, 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 97.9. 97.9. 97.9. 9. 97 9. 97 9. <laughs> the Loop. Yes. Is that the so one I where you... I still got it. I still got it. <laughs> Steve is so understated about this, but I said this the last time I was hanging out with him, is that Steve is a very, very celebrated radio DJ. Oh, yeah. Like, huge radio DJ star. I have friends who have met him from L.A. and were just gobsmacked, not because of Master Chief, but because, <laughs> because of his radio yeah. work. Because <laughs> yeah, they awesome. didn't know Master Chief. Yeah. They just that's were right. like, no. oh, my God. I, used, I listen to you every day. <laughs> yeah. Is that the station that has the – there's a station in the loop that you could see inside from the street. Actually, I think there's two. Well, not uh, – maybe now. The, the loop is – not it's actually a christian station at this point i mean they they've completely Jeez. they're just a completely 100 percent. no you're thinking of wgn yeah, right on the WGN. corner yeah, of, uh, yeah michigan on, avenue yeah okay. on, yeah that's the yeah. studio you right, can okay. see from from michigan avenue um but anyway i was on the air and marty used to listen to me and and on the radio and he he uh got in touch with my agent and he um uh, actually contacted me about a game called Septera Core. Oh, oh yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, heard, I heard you guys mention this. Yeah. I heard you mention this. In the Marty episode. <laughs> and I was like, what? Yeah, in the Marty episode. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Okay. Yeah. okay. Okay. Yeah. 
the infamous and uh <laughs> anyway so I, I he i had a role in that and then i guess it was a year later maybe something like that he 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 got back in touch about uh halo and master chief and off we went you know life-changing wow very cool all right so we've followed Steve up to his Marty years. <laughs> yeah, where I'm not sure where I'm supposed to start. I don't know. Where at the beginning? I, like, I how did you get into uh, this was craft? Born and raised in Seattle, Washington. I was always a ham. <laughs> my mom. I remember my mom saw me perform in a play. Like, I found a theater company that was doing uh, theater for kids when I was. 12 or 13 something like that and I auditioned for it and my mother said she sat in the audience thinking oh god she's not just a ham she's actually pretty talented oh no (laughs) oh now what am I gonna do (laughs) oh no um so I was always writing you know always doing puppet shows and like making videos as a kid of whatever I could find um you know putting on little plays for my parents blah 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 anyway I went to um, I ended up going to college to study theater at Northwestern University. Right on. And, Chicago. Yeah. Uh-huh. Chicago again. And uh, and then I went home back to Seattle because I um, traveled around Europe for a while and ran out of money. And so I went and <laughs> moved in with my parents <laughs> and I started um, working in Seattle as an actor and as a theater actor and um, just needed a way at the time. I just needed a way to make money. And I stumbled. I actually was also a radio DJ. Stumbled into that, yeah, um, at the end, 107.7 the end, and um, I started doing voiceover. A friend had said, I think you'd be, interestingly enough, mine was a friend, my best friend said, I think this is something you'd be really good at. And I said, I'm not sure I understand what voiceover means. And she said, (laughs) well, you know, like the Simpsons. And I said, yeah. She said, well, it's like that, but expand it. You know, I thought, okay, (laughs) so animation, that made sense to me. Like that was something, you know, um, anyway, so I started doing radio commercials and went from there and I got an audition to, um, play this role for, uh, for, um, Halo. And it was, I just auditioned. It was simple as that. Um, and this is the first one, the first one. Wow. This this was your first professional voice. Acting? No, gig? no, 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 no. Okay. No, oh, no, no. Sorry, okay. No, no. I was like, "Whoa, you're going up to bat!" Oh, run! No, 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 no. Grand slam! No, boom! <laughs> Out of here! No, let's see. I've been doing. I've been do like I've been doing Princess Peach and Toad by that point. Okay. Yeah. Right. Um, I had done a few other video games, uh, but I think I had played. You know. Um, I had done it. I was in No One Lives. No, not what's it called? The one where I played Kate Archer. Um, oh, oh! I can't remember the name of the video game. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, I've I'd done a few. I'd done a few video games, and I'd done a lot of radio commercials. And then I stumbled into this audition. Yeah, and Joe Staten, I went to I went to college with Joe Staten. I was going to ask because I know Joe yeah. went to uh, Northwestern. Uh, yeah, and he was he was also a theater major, I believe. Is that right? We, yeah, we, we lived so, in the same dorm. For oh a while. my. Gosh, really? I, we were, I never heard that part of the story. Yeah, we were not friends. I mean, we we're not close friends. We knew each other, but we were not close friends. So it was more of a, oh, hi. Did you think maybe he was a little dramatic? <laughs> Alex. <laughs> Alex, no. I've Come been trying on, to get man. him on this show for like three months. He keeps ghosting me. Could, could you text really? him I'm for me? I'm having coffee with I wonder why. Tell, hey, tell him I said <laughs> yeah, hey. Right. 
tell him, tell him you were yeah. just on the show how great it was. He's going to hear this part. Really? Yeah, oh, no, he's going to hear it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, that's amazing. That's awesome. I love Joe. I love Joe. <laughs> By the way, it was No One Lives Forever. Was, Thank was you. The, yeah, no, no One Lives Forever 2. Somebody was no quick on Google. Yeah, I, I had it up here. That is a phenomenal game, by the way. Yeah. I worked on that oh, engine. Yeah, I don't remember that. Was that Monolith? Did yeah, Monolith. Make that I worked game? on the Lithtech. Yeah. yeah, Lithtech was a nice. pretty interesting engine on fear. Yeah, yeah. right on. But we didn't, um, Steve and I didn't meet till 10 years in. What? Is that really true? You guys yeah. are just like. Yeah. 2011. Go, uh, go ships in the night, you know, passing. At a 7 Eleven. <laughs> no, in 2011. We were not. <laughs> oh, I thought you said we met at a 7 Eleven. Because I, I wanted to hear the 7 Eleven story. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> so, wait, did y'all record together? Or did y'all record classic style? We, we never recorded together wow. um, up until um, Halo 4. Yeah, so it's because we couldn't was... afford two sound booths, you know. Yeah. <laughs> There's only one microphone in there. In fairness, in fa- it really didn't make much sense. Uh, there was really no need for it, uh, given, you know, the... the the, the way the characters were the up until Halo 4. Yeah. yeah. You know, I was, I mean. You, you know what? You didn't I, have to I, tell me this because I didn't know. In my mind, y'all were together. Because you talk to each other. You're like, hey, you know, like, he's like, okay. There is back and forth. Well, most of it, though, let's be, let's be real. Most of it is, is back and forth because I am talking and 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 talking. And, talking and, talking. and then Steve says. Cortana. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's awesome but that i mean that's really hard because you got to put all of the character in that one word that's impressive yeah right it, yeah. yeah it was a heavy, heavy lift. lifting yeah, yeah. but yeah. uh yeah so jen and i met uh on the 10th anniversary of combat evolved um uh was it what what convention was it the uh what's we the big the one in seattle i don't know was it the emerald city comic-con I think it was. It, it, they uh, were, was there like a nice like, event, City. like a tenth anniversary event or something? It was a tenth anniversary Maybe. event, and and they they. Yeah, that's they, funny. They, I didn't get an invite flip. to that. Nobody, nobody invited. Huh. Huh. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about? Here's a story that I don't think I've ever told. For the first several, for all of the games at Bungie, you guys would have like, uh, like release parties, right? And. I was I was always invited, but I could never get it. Like I would show up at the door, front gate and be like, "Hi, I'm Jen Taylor. I'm here for the party." And they'd go, "Sorry, you're not on the list." I was what? never on what? the list. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Oh no! And it was always some random lovely person who walked by and went, "Oh God, no, no, she's on the list. She's on the list." <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's kind of impressive to be able to say like, by the bell to not be on the list. But get in anyways, you know. That's kind of impressive. That. That's a little uh, impressive. Good point. Good yeah. point. Yeah. I crashed yeah. all those parties, man. Good. <laughs> anyway, sorry. I felt like I interrupted you, Steve. You were talking I interrupted about Steve too. Oh, Steve was no, telling I, I, I was just gonna. <clears throat> yeah, we. So we met at this at this, uh, uh, and I clearly remember it. Um, uh, we, Steve, this is Jen Taylor, Jen, and Jen. Gave me the biggest bear hug you could imagine. She never didn't know. I mean, I, she knew who I was, but gave me a big bear hug and said, "Finally, somebody who gets it." And <clears throat> I thought it was so interesting because you know we had been on this journey for ten years at that point separately, but you know had no one to really 
you know, sort of share the experience oh, yeah, of yeah. what it was like. Yeah. And uh, un- until we met, and and it, I'll never forget that that uh, that greeting. That's awesome. <laughs> that yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I sort of tackled you. <laughs> Shortly thereafter, we started work on on Halo Four, and that's when we did did record together and did okay. were in the same room at the same time and did our lines together. That one had more dialogue than the first three, right? Yeah. 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 It was, you know, and it was a more emotional story. Yeah. It was a little more, uh, the, the, the relationship between Cortana and Master Chief was a little more uh, involved. Yeah. And um, to their credit, the writers and the directors thought it might, it, it would help if we could actually be working together. And it, it helped tremendously. It was supposed to be the last one. I guess it did well enough that they made like a, <laughs> they made yeah. more, way more. Was Halo Four <laughs> supposed to be the last one? Wasn't it, Alex? Yeah, it's... they always say that this is this is going to be the last one. And hey, wait, we should do another right. one. <laughs> yeah. Wait a second, yeah. we should oh, stop making well, Alex, it pretty well. <laughs> actually, Alex, you can co- confirm or deny a story that Marty told, uh, and I don't know well, if he was if Marty told you a story. To... It was yeah, probably it's probably not true, man. That's just <laughs> yeah, okay, probably not true. Okay. <laughs> All right, so we can we can get set the record straight, uh, and I don't know if he was referring to you, or or not, but he said that um, I think it was Jason, but it was Jason who said uh, he never wanted to do a sequel. You know, when you when you made Combat Evolved, that was it. There was no plan on doing a sequel until Microsoft, you know, said, you know, guys, <laughs> let's make a sequel. <laughs> Because this one's going pretty good. Is that true or, or um, as you remember it? Yes. There was a lot of conversation around uh, what Halo 2, like, should there be a Halo 2 and what should it be? And, um, you know, we had shipped the first one for the release of the first con- console. So there was a lot of, a lot of comp- not a compromise, but there, it was, it, there was pain involved, you know, like any any project that's got a hard deadline that that that's very ambitious and right. big. We combined, you know, a bunch of teams together. We canceled some projects, to make it happen, et cetera, et cetera. We didn't know how it was really going to go. Like the when we went to E3, I don't know if you remember E3. It's no longer, but like the big convention, uh, and it was literally like four months, four or five months before release. It did not go well. I mean, the game was not in a mm-hmm. great state, and and. It, that was like you know, customers and buyers were at that event, like eh, meh, you know. And uh, so mm. that whole experience it had a great outcome, but like it it was you know it's a big effort and and, and a lot of energy to you know it's it's hard to work at that pace you know over and over again. Yeah. So when the idea yeah. of a sequel came around, Halo Two came around, and thinking about well we want to do it for the next console release and it's at this date and we're going to have this much time to do it that the reaction to starting with a deadline uh was not a super positive one mm. and then thinking mm-hmm. about like you know how much should we stretch what's going to be in this pro like how is it going to be creative driven or is it going to be just an incremental there's a lot of different opinions around the table so so yes there wasn't there wasn't really a, a desire to kind of rush into doing a a second one, and and not and not necessarily doing it on its own terms, but doing you know, but right. it, it, it's it's hard hard to argue with the business that was being created around uh, around the game. It was yeah. insane. It was insane. Indeed, yeah. indeed. Do you guys ever get? Do you feel that from players? Like, have you been to Comic Con and and uh, do you get 
recognized or are you in the game community much that kind of thing um <clears throat> we go to um uh, a lot of conventions <laughs> let's put it that way you go to uh, a lot of conventions <laughs> i go to a few conventions Jen, jen's more selective uh oh. <clears throat> but uh well and, and and she actually has other work <laughs> me <laughs> not so much uh but but to to your point um you get to see how important Halo has been to so many people for so long. It's really incredible. And I mean, you know, when I say important, I mean, uh, and, and Jen can back me up on this, you know, it, it, we've had people, grown men and women, break down in tears describing their relationship with this game and how it saved them from you know, a horrible childhood or it was the only thing that 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 uh, they could connect to their mom or dad with or just all these very emotional, important stories. And, and uh, uh, you know, I often say, I mean, I, I love hearing them, but I, I would I wish that you could hear more of these because, you know, were it not for you, there would not be a halo. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, to know the impact that the game has had uh, on a very visceral level uh, w among a lot of people is is really uh, uh, it's it's very special. That's yeah, cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think people feel you know it, it it's been around for so long that it also even if they're currently actively playing Halo Infinite or or whatever of the games they're mm. playing they still hearken back to earlier ones because there's a sense of nostalgia about it. It's when they met yeah. their best friend. It's when they met their wife online. It's when they, you know, as you were, as Steve was saying, it's the game that they played with their dad before their dad passed. I mean, it's just a way yeah. for people to connect with each other, right? And, and side by side gameplay. And so there's that cool bonding that you're able to do in a way where you're actively participating in something together. Right. Mm. Um, and so we we do hear a lot of that. We do people have connected to us in that way, saying thank you so much for these characters. We love them, and this game has really affected my life. So we yeah. do get to hear that. Yeah. That's good. That's awesome. I I, uh, I, my, I have more of the experience where I will um, will be interviewing somebody for a job programmer, and they'll say they'll say to me. Hey, I, uh, I was a big Halo fan. I played Halo when I was five. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it makes your back hurt, doesn't yeah. it? You're like, yeah. oh, yeah. my God, my yeah. face just yeah. melted off. Yeah. yeah. You, well, know what, you're going. you know what happens to me? I, <laughs> you know what happens to me? It's like, oh, you know the guy that made Halo? <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. He smells just like you and me, man. It's cool. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but I love it when they say, yeah, I started playing Halo when I was five, and I'm like, that's crazy. Five? <laughs> yeah. Did, did you have any parents? Was, well, yeah, they, yeah, to let you play the game at five. That's really? <laughs> five? Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'll say, so I, I have had um, some, some of my most memorable and I'll say uh, hard to contain the laughter moments have been uh, in a, a v, at a VO session it, it, because... You guys get up to some funny stuff sometimes, and I don't know if if you, you all are guilty of that. Guilty? That's the wrong word. Mm. Um, but if you had any, like, and I ask this question only because um, it's been a highlight of some of some of my 
some of the, my professional highlights include things like that, include things like getting to go to mo- mocap shoots and, and stuff like that. And I'm just curious if you have any fun stories from inside the, uh, inside the recording booth. I mean, I feel like in every session that I, well, not every session, but in every game that I have done, there's been a moment when I've just broken down. Like, I, I obviously can't say this sentence. Like, I can't say this sentence without losing it. So I'm not sure how we're going to proceed. We have to move forward. We're we'll have to, we'll, whether we'll come it back sounds to it. like a euphemism or something, you know, <laughs> and, like betcha can't stick it or whatever it is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's yeah. always one, I feel like, in every game where you're like, okay, there I'm sorry. Yeah. We gotta, really? Yeah, we got to go forward. <laughs> come back and get this when I'm not, when my brain has cleaned up a little bit or whatever. So yeah. um, I'm not sure about anything specific. Uh, the, the the only one I remember is uh, doing Halo 3, which we did think, uh, I mean, I, I certainly thought that was it, uh, you know, with Halo, you know, talking about, you know, the doing what you thought was the last game. I thought Halo 3 was it, but um, that's the the game where uh, 343 Guilty Spark gets gets killed. Oh, right, it was 3, <clears> you're <throat> right. Sorry, cut you off. And, yeah, not yeah. 4. And he, yeah, and he. Um, uh, so I, I knew. Was that Tim Dadabo? That was Tim yes. Dadabo. Who, okay. Who's, who, who's Tim an old is. The, of mine. is I, I think Tim is probably very guilty of uh, you know really no getting extra. Yes. No pun. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Oh, I did a pun. That was totally. <laughs> yeah, that's why she said sparking. <laughs> Sorry, Steve. So he, he's gu- he's guilty of what? He's sparking. he's guilty of uh, lots of things. Getting blue. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, <laughs> Oh God, yes, <laughs> but but anyway, uh, so I I knew Tim and and and, and still know him, and uh, uh, although he wasn't in the room, I was taking probably more delight than I should have been as a voice actor in killing him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so I, I'm sort of relishing that scene, and then Marty, in one of his rare moments, uh, says, you know, you know, we do it a few times, and he says, well, let, let, let's let's kind of riff on it and see where it goes to ad lib and uh i hearken back to the very first direction marty ever gave me on master chief was he said he's like clint eastwood he said think of clint eastwood when clint did the spaghetti westerns and and all that he's, he's a guy who didn't say very much but when he did somebody usually got killed so that was that's sort of where i launched my you know master chief you know uh, persona so I hearken back to that at the moment when I'm killing Guilty Spark and to take this, the, the infamous scene from Dirty Harry where he's in the, in the coffee shop or whatever and, they, and they, he's battling it out with that guy and there's a big shootout and finally Clint draws a, a bead on the, on the, on the crook and, and he says, uh, well, you know, in all the excitement, I lost track. Was that five bullets or six? Well... You're feeling lucky, punk. So I did basically a version of that as I'm, you know, go, go, going to end Guilty Spark. And Marty's like, yeah, okay, that's great. All right, anyway. Uh, <laughs> and <laughs> never done. saw the light of scene. day. Yeah, and scene, yeah. <laughs> who, who are some of your uh, uh, favorite other vo- voiceover actors to work with? Mm. We don't get to work with many voiceover actors. I mean, you don't get to actually work with them in studio unless you're doing, in my experience, unless you're doing performance capture Mm, and then you're doing scenes together. Mm. Um, But you don't 
I mean, I, it's so funny. I've worked with so many people in the Seattle area in the beginning of my career on so many video games and I had no idea. Like, oh, were you in that too? Oh, we had a, oh, great. We had a relationship. <laughs> we talked, yeah. <laughs> you talked to them? No idea. Yeah. No idea. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, there are so many marvelous voiceover actors that I would love to get to play with, but I don't, you know, you don't, you do that in your own space generally, again, unless you're doing performance capture. Well, my uh, favorite uh, voice actor, other than my wife, <laughs> is the woman who's with us right now. Uh, There's times that Jen, you know, I mean, this whole trip has been so bizarre in many ways, but one of the great uh, benefits of it has been, you know, know, I've made a very good friend with Jen Taylor. And we're, you know, we're we're very good friends and we get to see each other, uh, you know, on a fairly, you know, semi-regular basis. And I loved working with her. I mean, when we did Halo 4, it was just such a rewarding and and uh, uh, it, it, it was a rewarding experience for me. Um, beyond that, I have heroes, mm. not people that I've necessarily worked w- with, but heroes, voiceover heroes. And my original voiceover hero <laughs> was, was Don LaFontaine, the guy who created the movie trailer, Right. Oh yeah, and he literally created yeah. the genre <laughs> in a world. <laughs> I wanted to be Don LaFontaine. <clears throat> he was my he was my guy. Exactly, that's the guy. <laughs> if you guys didn't know, Aaron Aaron really wants to be a voice actor. Ah. Actually, I think I have spit on the same thing as the same microphone as y'all. Which is oh, uh, it's yeah, fantastic. The uh, uh, before or after? <laughs> oh, probably after. <laughs> what was it? Uh, it was uh, what was it that closed down Technicolor? Y'all did y'all, y'all did Technicolor in LA? Uh, yeah for Halo uh, Five, Halo Guardians. Yeah, they had Halo uh, posters, some sessions. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At Technicolor. Yeah. Anyway, so. so that was your spit on. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> It's oh, the coolest God. thing in the world. People have people that haven't done it have no idea how yeah. cool it is. It, it is. it is kind of it fun. It's the coolest thing in the universe. Yeah, I love it. So Don LaFontaine was your man. Don, and Don LaFontaine and, and and Keith David, who is mm. the, uh, the yeah. voice of the, the Arbiter in Halo and many other things, is also a guy who I just thought, as an actor and as a voice actor, is just a tremendous talent, and uh, I, I really admire his work. They did. You guys did a convention together, didn't you? And you just kind of geeked convention. out all over him. And... I, ge- I was total fanboy on TV. <laughs> I don't think of him as a voice actor. That's what's so strange. I always I no, think of well, him as an no, actor. Yeah, but he is a voice actor. A, a screen actor, yeah, yeah. yeah. But but he does great work. He does great narration stuff. He does. Uh, and, and, of course, he was he was tremendous as uh, as the Arbiter. Uh, yeah, we did a convention together years ago, and I was a total geek. I was like, oh, my God, you're Keith David. <laughs> do you all sit together when you all do the conventions, or do you all have, like, separate areas? We, yeah, we, yeah we, we did that time, yeah. And Jen and I are always together, but, um, but, but Keith and I, you know, worked together. It worked, you know, we're at the convention. He was your, was like, arch nemesis in the... He was, yeah. yes. And then we the arch nemesis upon whom you had a large crush. Yeah. A large crush. And then we found a strange alliance. Yeah. Are there any characters that you would want to do? Ooh, that's a good question. Like that you haven't done? <laughs> that's a really good question. Yeah, and I never have a good answer for that. Optimus one. Prime? Um, Sorry. Actually, that's our that's our listener question. But, that's no. that that comes from our Discord. That comes from I'll tell you the name of the user on Discord. The user's name is Bruh Moment. I don't know what that means. 
Okay. <laughs> but bra moment wants That's a to really know. good question, yeah. though. Any characters from media that you would uh, that you would want to you would seek the role? Oh, I want to be on The Simpsons. I mean, I think mm. everybody does, don't they? Um, I like to play little kids. That's actually what I started doing. Uh, the first few games that I did was um, I played little kids in the Backyard Baseball series. I <laughs> Her backyard sports oh, yeah. series. Yeah, yeah. Um, I played a home to little kids. And the character you played in the backyard baseball. Well, I played a lot, but the one, the main one was. This is Sunny Day. Welcome to backyard baseball. That was the character. <laughs> Can you do Bart? I really like playing kids. I don't know if you, I. She yeah, could do Bart. She but could. If do I Bart. had a little time. Yeah. You know, and I. Yeah. Um, but I think so much of voiceover, right, is about imitating, right? It's about figuring out how you can, when you start out, it's about figuring out how you can imitate people, different mm. characters, and then figuring out how to do that. And in so doing, you figure out how to use your voice, how to morph your voice in different ways, right? And then you create your own. So, yeah. I mean, I'm not sure who I would want to play who's existing that i would want to play i don't really think about it that way i think more of like types of characters as opposed yeah. to that makes sense know, we, we, we heard steve steve I, I loved your story about clint eastwood as your model for chief did you have jen did you have a, a, a an inspiration or model for cortana pamela anderson Really? <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No, I had no. I'm, I, I'm sorry. No disrespect to Pamela. Record no, scratch. No, no. no disrespect to Pamela Anderson either. I just it was the first name. But I, my mind it. was trying to connect the two. It's like, <laughs> You're like they don't. Wait, the math what? doesn't add up. Pamela Jen. Anderson. They won't. <laughs> no, I. Uh, no, they had told. They showed me a picture of you know of what they thought they were gonna sort of make it look like, um, which was a very sort of. Uh, I mean, she didn't really. She looked vaguely like a like a human, but the light was moving so much that you couldn't really see. She had a vague outline of a woman, and it was sort of a boyish, really, if you will, outline at the time that they had shown me. So, um, no, I didn't base it on anybody uh, in particular. They had uh, they were very clear with me that they wanted her to be like the cool girl next door who is there to help. Even though you have to, even though I have to push Master Chief to do things, that she never becomes annoying. They never wanted me to become annoying. <laughs> Who knows? That probably did happen many places. Some of the fans are going, "Oh, too bad you like failed Maggie. there again." But <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the word I wanted. Yes, but yeah, they were like, you know, we we want you to always, we want them to always be happy to hear you. Yeah. That was, you know, but no, I didn't base it on a particular. Do y'all prefer doing? Do you prefer doing? your own voice or do you prefer doing like with like some subtle characterization to it? Or do you prefer doing like the, the backyard baseball thing? Like I ah. prefer doing something that's crazy. Yeah. That doesn't sound like <laughs> okay, me. Yeah, yeah. That's fun. What about you, Steve? Um, it, well, when it comes to video games, it's, it's sort of like, uh, uh, I, I, I got really lucky and you know, when you've, when you're voicing master chief, it's, it's, I mean, who else are you going to, you know, want a voice beyond that? You know what I mean? At least that's the way I felt. My uh, things that I like to do voiceover-wise really don't have anything to do with with, uh, video games. They're more commercial-related. 
And um, when you get a script for something that's that's challenging and looks like it could be fun and it's meaty and you know have you, you know something you can sink your teeth into, that I enjoy doing a lot. Um, you know, usually don't book it, but I enjoy the, I enjoy the process of it. Yeah. <laughs> and the lucky person who gets to do that is not me. It is not me. Yeah. The lucky person who got paid for doing yeah. that. Yeah. Uh, well, speaking of which, what do you guys got cooking now? What are you What, what, what are you working on? Uh, I'm about to um, do ADR for the TV show, the Halo TV show. Um, I mean, I've I've got a whole bunch of work there because we wrapped a couple weeks ago. Um, we wrapped the second season, so now I've got to start working on that. And I'm always auditioning for things, so but that's the main thing I'm working on in the next probably month or so. And you got to go to some pretty cool places doing it too. I did. I got to travel to some fun places. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we shoot in Budapest. We shoot in. I mean, we what? shoot out right outside of Budapest. So pulling teeth. Yeah. yeah. Like, um, Budapest. Yeah. And while yeah. I was, well, and also while I was there, I, I had some time off. And so I went to London and I visited a friend in Finland and, and we went to Slovenia. And so we got to go to some cool places. Wow. That's awesome. That's awesome. Well. Sounds yeah. very continental. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, <laughs> what I'm doing Well, I had a session, I, I, uh, do a lot of commercials. Um, and so does my wife. We both do a lot of commercials for political ads Political campaigns. Yeah. Well no. You, what they usually are, Aaron, is don't vote for that guy. Please do them as Master Chief. Well, what happens is I'll go into a session and and we'll be doing some, you know, ad of political ad of, of one sort or another. And then when the session's all done, then it's like, hey, um, before you go, could you say hello to my to cousin? My yeah. And in that Master Chief voice. Happy birthday or something. That's awesome. Uh, yeah, happy birthday. You, know, you, you get that a lot. But but anyway, yeah, for better or for worse, uh, you know, I, uh, uh, yeah, like I said, we both do a lot of that kind of stuff lately. I don't know why we, we got picked, but we do. Uh, we, we, we only go for one side. I won't tell you which, but we only. Well, you're in Florida, right? <laughs> yeah, so we don't do those. Florida, he's in, he's in Florida, Chicago. Florida, Chicago. Yeah. Okay. It's like yeah, subconscious. Florida, it's like people are sitting there like, you know what? I am going to vote for that guy. Because it, <laughs> it's like it's, it's like reaching into like the That's halo. Right. Like, I always right. yeah, I don't even know. Because Master, Chief, <laughs> yeah, Master, Master Chief. Chief told me to. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> no. But yeah, I mean, doing a lot of, uh, yeah, and, and, and doing auditions and, and, you know, generally goofing off. I mean, uh, it's, it's, it, it's a pretty nice life, I have to tell you. Right Thanks to you, by the way. Yeah, Alex. yeah. <laughs> well, I, I was uh, maybe uh, happy to have played the small role that I played. Um, you guys did all the heavy lifting. Um, no, really, he yeah, means right. it. Like, he sits in his room and he counts his money <laughs> and laughs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Those fools! Just rubbing Those fools. your hands together. <laughs> I'm just playing, Alex. Don't get mad. That's good. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> That's good. Halo 2. Hmm. Yeah. Are they still alive? <laughs> Set them in for another one. 
All right. Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead, Alex. I don't know why I thought this was yeah. funny, but I asked Siri uh, what she thought of Cortana. <laughs> Have you ever done what that? What did she say? <laughs> yeah, what did she say, Alex? I don't know. She said, uh, I quote, I'm a big fan of good listeners and helpful beings. Hmm. I thought that was pretty gracious. You know, that was yeah. You know, right. I have to say, I I think Microsoft gets to take credit for this, though. I people might be upset when I say that. When we started doing Cortana, they wanted her to be fun and silly and kind of irreverent, right? And Siri was not like that at all at the time. And she became more and more. And so now I feel like I will ask Siri some questions. And Siri's a little smartass. And I'm like, you're welcome, Siri. You're welcome. There you go. Gave you that. Um, but I think micro, I mean, I, I think this sort of, they all kind of, you know, I think all of the AIs kind of slid like, oh, that's appreciated. Okay, let's, let's do a sure. little more. Let's be a little more wry instead yeah. to just answering your questions straight out. Right. So right. give her some personality. Yeah, I gotta say I prefer I prefer both of those to Alexa. I don't know if you have an Alexa, but every once in mm-hmm. a while, Alexa will basically just ask me if I want to buy something, like literally. Really? No, I don't have any. I don't have any of that stuff. It just randomly. Yeah, just it should be like, oh, it's eighty degrees. Uh, do you want to buy some sunscreen? Just say yes, and I'll send it to you. And I'm, I'm like, no. Wow. Really? <laughs> wow. Yeah. I wish it was something totally random, like, hey, it's 80 degrees. Do you need some bananas or (laughs) (laughs) hairpins? But they're paying closer attention than that, aren't they? They know what you need. need. It's scary. They're trying to be smart. Mm -hmm. It is. It is. I was going to ask, would you all sell your your voices for – I just saw an article this morning of an actress Mm. that sold her voice – uh, as an AI uh, girlfriend or something like a like a, and that girl mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a relationship but you know like a friend that you can have that's an AI. I think I already did that, Aaron. Oh, oh okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cortana. Well, I mean, like oh, specifically, Cortana. like it's like oh. a. <laughs> but that's a helper. I mean, more like right, like actually. Hey, let's hang out. Yeah, let's hang out, Master Chief, and like, hey, Aaron, what's mm-hmm. going on? Like that kind of thing. Yeah. Is that a thing? Has uh, anyone approached y'all about that? Oh, it's a definite thing. In fact, I I heard we Microsoft were Microsoft uh, would have to okay that one though. I would imagine. Yeah, but that's that that's part of the question because okay. I heard recently a, a guy, and it's and it's harmless. Uh, I, I'm trying to remember the name of the of the uh, website. I, it's not coming to me, but he has a series of um, talks, if you will of Master Chief giving advice on relationships, uh, how to apply for a job. What? uh, And, and, you know, and some of, you know, one of them is very serious about. And it's AI. That's amazing. It's AI. And it sounds pretty damn close. Oh, you were listening to this, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and it, it, when I first heard it, I, the, the first thing I thought of was, did I do this? <laughs> did, did I get Did I get paid for this? Did I? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, this. yeah exactly. <laughs> and uh, so, it, I mean, it's it's not exact, but to the casual listener, you would not know yeah. the difference. And so, uh, and and I've had uh, many discussions as of late with my agent because it is a thing, um, and they assure me that, that you know. 
I'm covered, you know, that the union has the, my back and all that stuff. And, and I hope that that's all true because we are rapidly going in that direction where, you know, any uh, four of us right now, our voices will be be duplicated and I would do and they'll, they'll get it in a, in a very short period of time to where nobody, not even you can tell the difference. Yeah. And that's scary. Um, yeah. And, and it's yeah, coming. we may be becoming obsolete, for sure. Yeah. It's happening on the 2D side, too. Art. Same thing. Oh, yeah. yeah. Alex is a great yeah. artist now. Phenomenal. <laughs> He'll send me pictures. He's like, what do you think of this? And I'm like, dude, that's amazing, dude. How did you do it? Yeah. Just for, idea, just for ideation. <laughs> yeah. There was a hearing yesterday with, with the, uh, uh, you know, one of those guys from the from the chat GPT yeah. before the Senate. Sa- Senate. <clears throat> and they started... And they started the 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 uh, proceedings with uh, uh, Senator Blumenthal giving a, a little talk about what the meeting was going to be about and the hearing and yada yada yada. And then Blumenthal comes out from behind the curtain to tell you that was not him, and he never mm. said those wow. words. Mm. And you know, and that's the thing. Jen, correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, with what you, you know, you actually had to go in and record words for them to make. The Cortana helper, not the game, but but right. the, the, the AI. The, yeah. My guess is now that would not be necessary. Yeah. They could take a voice sample of you mm-hmm. from from the game or from anything, and probably do all the things that you spent hours doing. Probably. Uh, and, you know. Probably. Pretty scary. Yeah. 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 It's it's heading that direction. One, and one you get paid for, and one you don't. Yeah. <laughs> well, at that. That's that's part of the issue. I think that we all, as an industry, uh, need to think about. Well, that's what the writer's strike is about. Part of it now, right? Wait, what's the writer's yeah. strike about? Is it about the chat? Well, team? there are many there are many things, but one of them is you know they want to fill the rooms with like what they want to basically have use Chat GPT and then have one writer come in and you know fix it up. Oh, it's like the yeah. grocery opposed, store where you're checking out yeah. yourself now. You know, yep. there's no cashiers, yep. and it's just right. But if you want to buy alcohol, there's somebody there to take your ID, <laughs> yeah, right? right? So yeah. there's there's one writer who's in the room going, "Well, okay, I guess I'll clean this up. That doesn't make any sense. Why did you know?" But that's what that's what companies want to do, right? And the writers are going, "No, no, 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 no. We want a yeah. room full of writers because what's the you know?" So that's yeah. one of the things they're arguing about. And you know what's interesting is all that AI pulls from all the work that all of writers have created or have already humans, done, right? Right. So it is going to its originality has like a ceiling, you know? Yes. Right. Like, right. Yes. It, it, <laughs> like there is an orig- originality, creative ceiling where it cannot pass because it's not right. creative yeah so i i think maybe we're safe for at least a little bit until they kill us maybe off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah for the next couple months at least I yeah think we're I, good. I, I give it a couple months <laughs> on that note uh if if you will entertain we're going to play a quick little game um that we call Uh-oh. impossible <laughs> trivia it's where uh, yes i come up with a, a trivia question that uh, I'm betting that you won't be able to get right, and assuming you You're don't right. get it right, uh, <laughs> I'm going to make a, a I'm going to make a donation to the Make a Wish Foundation. Oh, good! If you do get it right, I'll still oh. I'll still do the do- the the donation, and you'll get your name on our Hall of Fame. But I'm betting you don't get it right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, and and you and you too can 
I, you two can workshop your answer on this. And the question okay. is pretty simple, which is we all know Master Chief, who Steve has given life to with his voice. But do you know how much Master Chief weighs in his armor, his weight? Mm. Pounds. Um, How exact do we? Do we have to be right yeah. on the number? Uh, you don't have to style. include ounces. Just just to the pounds. Oh, yeah. good. <laughs> just just guess one pound, and you'll be all right. If you go over, like Bryce. So right. with it, I'm going to say armor. a thousand pounds. Okay. Yeah, I, I would. I would. Uh, a thousand pounds. All right, I'll, I'll say twelve hundred. Wait. All right, Jen. You're not. You're not googling, are you? <laughs> no. Where would I be googling? Were you, were you like piping your, the audio into your Cortana digital assistant? Because <laughs> yeah. you got it right. Cortana, help me you out. You got it right. One thousand pounds. Right. Yeah, ah. it's actually one thousand pounds. Yeah. So that's first time. First time ever. It just ever. seemed like a good round number. It is. So it is an odd. It. It's an oddly round number. It's too isn't perfect. It? Yeah, like that. It is a little yeah. too perfect. Um, yeah. Well, right? but that's. I said twelve hundred because that was. He, that was when his weight was taken on Monday morning. You know, he had a hell of a weekend. And, he hadn't had a cup of coffee yet. <laughs> he was feeling a you little know how bloated, that goes. You know. It was pizza. And, you know, <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah. No, nice. I, he's got a, he probably good. has a rough bender, you know, when he's out after a mission. <laughs> Real, I got to yeah. think if Master, yeah, Master Chief's bender would be tough. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Not only for him, but for those around him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, a, that's probably a four or five Advil morning, I'm guessing. Hey, amen. Um, amen. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, uh, thank you both for spending the afternoon with us. It's so great to get a chance to see you chat and hear, hear your stories. And um, th- thank you. Yeah, it was nice meeting both well, of Alex, you. Well, <clears> Alex, <throat> thank yeah, you. And uh, thank you for ha- having a role in, in changing our lives. <laughs> <laughs> which you certainly have for the last 20 some years so and oh, right, uh, on. right and, on and thank you too and you and marty and and joe and everybody involved made one hell of a franchise and you should be very proud of it <laughs> right on thank you thank you same to you and to you jen um thanks and uh and we'll see you around thank absolutely you. take care see you aaron see ya man aren't those two just awesome to hang out with they are i really enjoyed them and yeah. uh Steve Steve's got such a funny vibe too. He's like he's so chill. He's a jockey, dude. Yeah. He's a jockey. Yeah, he's I'm sure I listened to him and everybody Chicago. has Yeah. Or a commercial, yeah. Back when we were commuting, you know, in those yeah, days. That's true. And I lived in Chicago, so I'm sure I've heard I've heard him. He has a really good radio voice too. Yeah. And you know, pretty cool getting a Jen's background as well. Um yeah. in theater. A- um which makes a lot of sense. And uh, so excited for her being on the um, on the TV show. Yeah, you know, I still have to watch that. It's on my list. It takes me just, and I have an excuse. We started watching any show we start watching, my wife and I. It takes us like maybe a week or two to finish one episode. Because, you know, we start it. Because the kids, uh, you get interrupted. Cause, yeah, yeah, the kids, yeah, and all that stuff. So there's no time for that. for any, yeah. And like a lot of these shows are really violent, so you can't watch them with yeah. the kids. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. Why? Why is that? But we're like on. We've got like a couple episodes left on um, Ozark. Have you seen that one? No, I want to though. I know that one. That's the uh, like a. It's like a NSA or something. It's it's crime. You know, it's a sort of in the in the Sopranos, Breaking Bad, violent drama. 
political crime. It's category. got Jason Bateman in it, right? Yeah, that's not really. Well, politics is part of it too, but it's not. It's it's drugs. Okay, yeah, drug. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's serious, is what you're saying. It's, it's kind of like Breaking yeah. Bad without the comedy. Yeah, yeah. But back to um, to Steve. There were there were a couple interesting. There was one really really good one. You go first. You go first. Okay, so here's here's something that you know because we were talking about. Uh, unions uh, before either like last episode and before uh, we rolled the the interview today and then also um, AI we we talk about quite a bit I did a little bit of looking um, online about how copyright law is treating generative AI and uh, the, mm. well at least in the US the, the US there is a they published a brief uh, related to US copyright copyright law which uh, asserts that work that contains AI-generated content may or may not be copyrightable depending on how much of it was generated by a machine and how much human creativity was involved. And that's the vocabulary they use, human creativity. So, well, that's what the brief brief says, that, for instance, you could could generate maybe a million images in mid-journey and if the work that you are producing is a creative way of combining these machine-produced images... Like samples, like rap music and all that stuff, like I Run guess. DMC, right? Run yeah. DMC had the huge... But if the majority of the work is that human creative element of, of the... And I don't know how they make this determination, uh, then it's copyrightable. But, but the parts that were created by the AI, those parts are not copyrightable. So somebody else could use those things. Um, even though you use them, oh, work. so so yeah, mid journey stuff is okay. That's that's interesting. That that's yeah, so, I don't know how. So your your final product that takes a bunch of AI created blah is copyrightable, um, in theory, but the components, if they were AI generated, um, are not. That's at least that's my that's my read of the publication that they released last month. You know, it's. And it's I thought fun- that was a little interesting. That at least the government is is trying to think about how to treat um, content that's being created yeah. by generative AI. So it's funny you bring this up because just yesterday in a chat group I'm on on Discord. Hey, join our Discord. Uh, that was not planned, but yeah, on our Discord <laughs> on a different on a different Discord channel, not ours. <laughs> But wait, are you saying join our Discord or join this other one? Which one are you talking join about? Join Fourth Curtain. No, the other one is a different one. And you could join that one too if you want. But um, a friend of mine's like posted a picture and he's like, why am I getting these weird artifacts in these mid-journey? I'm trying to make a logo in mid-journey and I'm getting these weird artifacts. And I looked at it and I instantly knew that mid-journey was trying to – it's using art that has watermarks. And mid-journey thinks the watermarks oh. are details. So you're seeing Midjourney. You know how Midjourney oh does Oh my tech? gosh, really? Yeah, so you get these artifacts and the art that's literally the the watermarks it's stealing the from the watermarks from the original. From the original which is which which is in the image. So you know it's like and I was like, yeah, dude, those are those are the watermarks from the original image that they don't want people to steal. So in any case, the, the conversation reminded me that um, you know, because we talked a bit with them about their their how they feel about you know, like Jen supplied her voice for a very high profile AI and she doesn't have any ownership over that. Uh, so something else that remind, that there was, I thought was interesting in that conversation was when, um, when Steve was telling the story of when they'd go to, to the cons and people would come up 
and he was telling you that I don't know, he, I don't, he he said to you like I wish you could hear what these people say like how they got through hard times because of the you know the game and stuff and it reminded me of a story that there was this and because you know games really have this weird they don't have a good translation into like sentimental art you know what I mean like it's very like you don't really connect it with emotion like that too often. I'll give you like, you know what I'm saying? Like the closest I've seen it is Hollywood trying to do it with like the last Starfighter and things like this. Anyways, mm-hmm. it reminded me, it got, it was a very emotional story. What he was telling me, I'm like, man, that's the, the, you know, and it reminded me of the story. Uh, and both, both of our dies, our dads have passed. Right. So you, you might, you might get this. So like, there's this, this story of this Xbox that this kid used to play a rally racing game with his dad. Right. And yeah, the dad passes away and the kid's growing up. Right. And like he, he hooks up the Xbox one day and he's playing the game and he notices that there's this, if you play racing games, there's a ghost in the level. Right. Yeah. And he's like, yeah, he, no- he realizes that because the ghost has initials and it's his dad's initials. Yeah. And that's his yeah. dad. So he's racing yeah. against this ghost and he can't beat it. So he's playing it like every day <laughs> trying to beat this ghost. And then he finally beats it. But just before the finish line, he hits the brakes and lets the ghost win. You oh. know, so, so he could like, dude, it made me cry when I saw that <laughs> yeah. video. Yeah, you can look it up. It's a really good video. Yeah, it's a great story. That's a great story. But it's got video games, right? Like you don't get yeah. too many stories like that. You know, like, and I, I think he actually gets those at these cons. Um, like, yeah. I don't know of any other than this one, but he's probably heard like, man, it was a hard time, you know, with like my family and, you know, this game was there, like, or with my friends, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's stories yeah. like that, that I think he gets to hear more than, than, uh, than I, than I think we do probably. But yeah, that's what it got me thinking of. Yeah. And, you know, it's, I think the generation that has come up after us, not, not to say that we're super old, but games are a bigger part of their lives and and social lives at that age. You know, when I was in high school, I was playing a little bit of Atari probably, but probably more so I was listening to music, you know? So mm-hmm. a lot of my formative memories have a soundtrack, you know? Yeah, yeah. But I think a lot of, you know, if you look at, when I look at my kids as they're going through Minecraft. high school, it's my son's... Well, yeah, a lot of the a lot of that socialization and those formative memories are in the context of gaming. So, those those emotional memories, you know, have a have a game track. Yeah, <laughs> not just soundtrack. That's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Fortnite dances. <laughs> like, that's what people. That's what kids do now. They just get in like little circles and start dancing. They still do that. Yeah, <laughs> dude, that, they did it I today. That was like three, four years ago. I yeah. was playing with Jay right now. Your kids do that. No, people do. Like you, it's <laughs> yeah. Just literally like an hour ago, it happened. Yeah. All right. Thanks everybody for um, joining us uh, once again. Hope you enjoyed our conversation with Jen and Steve. We sure did. Yeah, and we will see you next time. Join the Discord. See you later. Thank you for listening to the Fourth Curtain Podcast. To get a peek at upcoming episodes or to send in questions to the show, visit our site at thefourthcurtain.com. And be sure to follow us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks again for listening. <laughs>